We cannot be divided within ourselves. Once you have obeyed the gospel and seek to make sure you are a part of Jesus' answered prayer for all to be one, unity in the church becomes elementary. If we recognize and accept this great fact, there is one. Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 6, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. The body of Christ on this earth today is the church. I am a preacher in, I am a member of the body of Christ, the church of Christ. It's descriptive. God, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. We must recognize and accept that we who are Christians are the functioning body of Jesus on this earth. And Colossians 1 verse 18, He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He may have the preeminence. And as the firstborn, as the elder brother, Jesus takes the lead and He shows us the way for unity to occur here, we must accept and recognize 1 Corinthians 12, 12. The body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. We, we are unified in the one body, a body with many parts and with its own various functions. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 20, But indeed, there are many members, yet one body. Just as Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, The husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and He's the Savior of the body. We must recognize and accept that there is one body, one church, with one head. For unity, we must recognize and accept this great fact. There's one Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God. When Jesus was about to be crucified before His trial, He told the apostles about the Holy Spirit. He called Him a helper. Jesus said, I'm going away, John 14, 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in My name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. We must recognize and accept that Jesus did not lie to the apostles. 
but that the Holy Spirit did teach them all things. The, the, the apostles, the inspired writers, wrote them down for us today, and we have them in our Bibles. What a blessing. Not only did the Holy Spirit teach all things that we need to know, but that we must recognize and accept that these things are the truth. The things that the Holy Spirit taught the apostles are the truth. Jesus told the apostles, John chapter 16, verse 13, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit did guide these apostles and these inspired writers into all truth, and we, we have that truth, as we've said, in the Bible. It's the truth that will make us free. When we as Christians do not do what we've been commanded to do, we hurt the Spirit of God. Paul said, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. If one will not recognize and accept the one Spirit of God who is the giver of all things and teaches all truth and seals us for the day of redemption and rejects the Holy Spirit. Notice 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 8, Therefore he who rejects this does not reject man, but God who has given us the Holy Spirit. We must recognize and accept this great fact. There is but one hope, and that's Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26, there are no more sacrifices for sin in the future. Jesus is the last sacrifice. If we reject Christ, we have no hope. If we are a do-nothing Christian, can you say that you have hope? A do-nothing Christian is an oxymoron, as we said in class. Because just saying that you're a Christian implies that you're about the Lord's business, unless you're a liar. Of the Thessalonians, Paul said he was always, 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 3, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. We must recognize and accept there is but one hope, one Savior. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 1, and the Lord Jesus Christ is our hope. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 Christ in you is the hope of glory. Jesus is our hope. But to have the type of hope that Jesus prayed for, to have the type of unity that Jesus wanted for us, as Doug read this morning, we must recognize and accept this great fact. There is but one Lord, Jesus Christ. 
Paul confirms the truth of the Holy Spirit where he told the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 3, Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. We understand. Romans chapter 10, verse 9, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, He raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. We understand that. Jesus is God's Son. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, Therefore God has also has highly exalted Him and given Him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every, every knee should bow, of those in the heaven and those on the earth and of those under the heaven, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Acts chapter 6, verse 7 Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. If the word of God is going to spread from here into our community, if the disciples are going to multiply and have a chance to unify here at Fountainhead, If the minds and hearts of the lost are ever going to be changed, we must recognize and accept there is but one faith. The teachings of Jesus Christ. Those teachings... We must be obedient to. Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 21, If you love me, you'll obey me. And we must be obedient. You know, in the first century, as in the 21st century, people like Acts 13, 8, Elimus the sorcerer, were seeking to turn many from the faith. The one true faith. Notice how Paul explains what this faith is that's to be obeyed. Philippians 1, 27 only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving after, notice, striving together for the faith of the gospel. As believers, we strive together for the faith of the gospel. The fact that we heard God's word and we believed that word, and we believed that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. And we repented of our sins, and we confessed that Jesus Christ was God's Son, and we were baptized. This, this, this faith, we add to this faith goodness. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5, we add to this faith goodness, we add to this goodness knowledge, we add to this knowledge self-control, this self-control perseverance, this perseverance godliness, and this godliness Brotherly kindness, and we add to this this brotherly kindness love. We contend earnestly, we strive, Jude 3, we contend earnestly for the faith. Together. We do this together. If we're a part in the faith, there's no way to be unified. The world fights with what I'm about to say. So many in the world fight this tooth and toenail. But the world must recognize and accept this great fact. If we're ever going to have unity, if we're ever going to unify with one body, 
we're ever going to unify with the one spirit, the one hope, the one Lord, and obey the one faith, we must have but one baptism. Friends, listen to these oft-read scriptures. Let them sink in. Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I do not beat a dead horse. I do not replay an old tune. A broken record. I do not read to you lies and Fantasies that I've just made up in my own mind for my own amusement. You cannot be saved by asking Jesus Christ into your heart and then two weeks later be baptized. You can't. I am not making this up. If we want unity, there's got to be one baptism. You must come to the waters of the one baptism as a sinner in need of saving. Acts chapter 22 verse 16. And now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. You cannot come to the waters of baptism with your sins already forgiven because your sins in baptism are washed away. What is God's power to save mankind? Romans chapter 1 verse 16, the gospel. Well, what's the gospel? 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 4, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and that He was seen by hundreds after His resurrection. How can one obey this soul-saving gospel? How can one come in contact with this power of God? Romans chapter 6, verse 3. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into His death? Therefore we were buried with Him through baptism that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of His death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of His resurrection. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. God's Word says it. And we need to do it if we want unity. There is nothing magical in the water. Nothing magical in there. It's just water. Cold water. Just like water, just like Noah, 
you know, Noah and his family, they were saved by water. The same water that condemned so many, he saved Noah and his family. 1 Peter 3, 21, there is also an antitype which now saves you, baptism. Not the removal of filth from the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Not the National Football League. Not your job. Not your hobby. Not your family. Not the vols or the cats or the doors. Free Hardman didn't create the heavens. Neither did David Lipscomb. Your stuff didn't. Your lusts didn't. Your pride, nor your humility. Your prayers were not involved. In fact, you were not involved at all. God created the heavens and the earth. If we are going to unify we must stand together in awe of God and recognize and accept this great fact that there is but one God, the Father. John chapter 17, verse 3, the only true God is God. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, there is only one God, the Father. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ. Recognize and accept that you must obey God. Then we can have unity. The only God, the one true God, who commands you to be baptized, who commands you to obey the one faith by uniting with the one Lord, Jesus Christ, who is our only hope to escape eternal destruction. The one Spirit has given us all the truth. And if we recognize and accept these great facts, we can unify and we'll be one. One body. The church. Church of God, Church of Christ. We hold the truth in our hands, brothers and sisters. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it? God is faithful. If you want to be in the one body, you don't have to worry. God is faithful and just, and He'll He'll make you a part of it. If you'll let him. Just obey. Recognize and accept his love. Recognize and accept his grace. Just obey. If you want to be a part of the one body, if you understand there's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is in all and through all, if you want to unify with Jesus Christ, Come and take Doug's hand.
be baptized into Jesus Christ. Maybe you've forgotten. Maybe you're a Christian and today you realize that your life has been multifaceted. You haven't obeyed the one. God is faithful. He is just. He'll make you clean. Won't you come right now as together we stand and sing?